Get ready, it's time for Motorsports Madness, powered by the staff at Race Chaser Online. Your motorsports, your way, every day. And now, here's your host, Jacob Seelman. That is my cue to talk and surprisingly not sound quite like a dying whale. Just if you hear any whistling during the show, I promise it's not <laughs> intentional. Just We occasionally whistle while we work. Well... I'm not trying to. I'm just <laughs> recovering from whatever this bug is that's been attacking half the country. Yeah, stay over there on your side of the... That's okay. Anyway, hi, guys. Jacob Seelman. That's Tom Baker. He's trying not to get sick during this show. Yes. <laughs> and this is Motorsports Madness, where it's always mad, but I might be a little bit less mad tonight. Okay. Just, just a little. And then we have some people over there. I yeah, think. we do. Randy Miller's back behind the glass and probably going to make an appearance at some point tonight. And uh, Chris Murdoch is over there punching buttons and doing video things and making us look halfway decent. So and we have Daniel Hernandez with us as well. From the Carolina School out. of Broadcasting. Yeah, Carolina School he'd be, of Broadcasting. He'd be an intern. Yes, exactly. So we are glad to have Daniel hanging about tonight. And we have a lot of things to get to on this show tonight, Tom. We have news we have a USF 2000 driver in Jason Reichert. Yes. And we have a Jesse Love stopping by in the building for the first time. Yes, Jesse Love is going to be in the house tonight. Yes. Oh, boy. TRD development racer from the West Coast. Jason Reichert, of course, who you mentioned, is the uh, reigning SCCA runoffs and Pacific F2000 champion. He's going to be in the USF USF 2000. Yeah, that's yeah. it, right? Series this year with uh, Mariotti Racing. Welcome to the road to Indy, Jason. Yes, exactly. We'll, uh, We'll hear from him coming up in the first half of the show. Jesse will be here during the second half of the program. Yes, today. and Kyle Souza will be joining us. Yes, to he talk will. Some NASCAR. He's Shame on me! I almost forgot about NASCAR home tracks. That's what you got me for. Yeah. Well, I, I, I got your back. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad somebody does today. So, <laughs> all that fun stuff uh, abound. We have a lot to talk about, and we're going to talk about that in just a couple minutes. In fact, I think a really fun place to start after our first break is going to be not not even that we're talking about practice, Tom. We're talking practice. about testing. Talking about testing. Talking about testing. Testing. And I'm excited about not that. A race. Because a race. it was our first look testing. at multi-car drafting with the new Cup Series package yes. today in Las Vegas. Yes. We'll get to that coming up in just a couple of minutes. We do have to step aside, but don't go anywhere if you were thinking about it because Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu and HMS Motorsport, right, more right after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) 
It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, I'm Noah Gregson, and you're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. I'm, I'm going to double-check based on uh, our friends at Junior Motorsports and make sure, but uh, I believe that uh, Noah Gregson and Zane Smith were both out at Las Vegas testing their Xfinity cars. Today. I believe that's the case. I believe yes. that's correct. Yes. So, with all that said, welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker will be joined by special guests later. Yes. But... Before we do that, we're going to talk about some testing, Tom. Sure. Testing. Let's do it. Uh, and this was fun for me because even though I, I don't know how many official times we actually got from today's test sessions, but I do know we got a visual look, at least a little bit, of what this draft package is going to play like on the intermediate tracks in 2019. Okay. And... Credit to NASCAR for streaming it today. I'm glad they did. I also, at least my first impression, was it seems like it's going to behave fairly similarly to what we saw during the All-Star race last May here in Charlotte. Which, I was entertained by that. I don't know about you, but I was entertained. Yeah, I would agree. I think, uh, you know, again, this... Everything, and even the test today, I feel like is kind of an unknown. What we see from the test, we're probably not going to see exactly the same thing when they actually go racing with Mm -hmm. it. Because obviously teams are going to have time to go back and do their due diligence and put their engineers, or engineers, as I like to call them, and put their engineers to work and, um, you know, figure out a little bit more how to deal with it. But, um, I mean, I guess from we can at least say that it feels like we're going to have some interesting racing right. out of the, the gun at Atlanta and Vegas. I hope so. I, I think it's going to be very fun to keep an eye on and to watch as we go forward. I think the other really interesting observation from Jeff Gluck uh, as the test kicked off today was the fact that 
as you and I kind of predicted, Tom, when this all started, the Xfinity cars, at least in the short term, are actually faster than the Cup cars. Yeah, who would have ever thought that? That's the thing that I think is going to be an interesting sell to the fans um, because a yeah. lot of the fan base is picky about things like that. I don't know if in the end I really care so much as long as the racing is good. Right. Um, but I just think it's interesting that NASCAR made the decisions they made, went with this package and kind of made that situation happen. I think that's sort of a a different way to uh, to to do things. But who knows? Well, I'm anxious to see what happens when they actually go racing. But you got, I think, a little more information. And... Yeah, so... The way this worked today was we had 14 different cars, one representative from each major team shaking down the package today. Um, among the drivers that were there were Brad Keselowski, Ryan Newman, Kyle Busch, Paul Menard, Jimmy Johnson, Ty Dillon, and Clint Boyer were seven of the 14 drivers who were in attendance today. Okay. Um, big, the big key point, obviously, with this package is that the uh, engine horsepower that they're targeting, have targeted with this program is 550 well, horsepower. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's where you get, that's why the speeds mm -hmm. are different. Because basically, at 550 horse, there's less horsepower than a, a K&N East car. Right. Less horsepower than an ARCA car, less horsepower than a Super Cup stock car. Less, I mean, it's basically the equivalent of a late model stock. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, big quote here from uh, John Probst, who's NASCAR's Vice President of Innovation and Racing Development. He said, we feel like all the big pieces are in place here. We're encouraged by what we saw on the track, but we know we have to keep working. I think that what we saw so far from front to back was pretty tight after 25 laps. Right now, we want to see them go out there. They're testing. They aren't necessarily up there racing, but we're committed to this package, and we're pretty excited. And Austin Dillon later said, you still have to balance the cars, and you still have to drive well. A lot of people were thinking it would pretty much uh, be easy to drive around here. Bubba Wallace came up to me after the second run, and he's like, man, I, th I think you still have to drive these things. And Austin said, yeah, you pretty well do. So handling is going to be a big key here still. And I think it, we talk about it more so, I think, at uh, at Daytona as far as, you know, what we're used to seeing in the draft more so than Talladega, yeah. that handling comes into play a lot more at Daytona than it does maybe necessarily at Talladega. But, you know, everybody that I'm seeing – quotes from and, and heard from today during the NASCAR live stream said that they, you know, these cars are still not going to be easy to drive. It's not just hold your foot down, you know, flat footed and go. You still have to manhandle these things. And that's going to be good. That's going to be key. I think. Well, that's what we were hoping for. That was the whole point of the package right. was to put it back in the driver's hands. I mean, that's really what you want. You want, you want them to have to use both pedals and I think what a lot of people were afraid of is, you know, at Charlotte, drivers were saying we're basically flat out, you know. Right. So at least it seems like maybe we've accomplished a little bit of that. But, of course, again, once the more teams have more data and get used to things, I'm sure the racing is going to evolve with this package as we go forward. And I'm hoping it evolves for the better. Mm -hmm. um, but I love the fact that you got a lift. 
Yeah, so um, a couple of other news items that I feel like are warrant talking about today. Uh, first, a big sponsor announcement out of Tommy Baldwin Racing. That yeah, Excel I saw Constru- that. Excel Construction joining the team, which will be 71 for the Daytona 500. And I believe that's the car that Ryan Trix is going to be driving. And, and weren't they with him before? With Tommy Baldwin, yes. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, Excel's been a very long time sponsor of That's TBR what I thought. All yeah. the way around. The car That's a good deal for him. Yeah, red and black scheme. The car looks really, really good. Yeah, and I'm happy to see Tommy back at it, back in, and I'm glad that Ryan Truex is going to get a shot at the 500. I hope that works out well for them long term. It's going to be fun to watch, I think. You know, Steve Todd Hunter and everybody at Excel have been longtime supporters of NASCAR in general, so that deal's great to see. The other big, well, two big driver announcements. First out of the truck series. Timothy Peters gets the first three truck races of 2019 with Nice Motorsports in a second truck. Yeah, and that's kind of interesting, too. Nice has built a bit of a a, a unique situation there with the 45 truck because they've got Ross, excuse me, Ross Chastain and Mm -hmm. Reed Wilson splitting it. And then now um, when you bring in, you know, a veteran um, to the 44, I think it's 44, right? 44 44. truck. You know, I mean, Timothy has obviously won a lot of truck races and has been a playoff truck racer. And it just, I mean, that's going to be, that's, that's setting up to be a very interesting little team. And of course, a satellite for GMS. So, Mm -hmm. you know, again, we talked about this last week with Ross. Reed Wilson's got a heck of a mentor there. Now he's got two. Yes, and oh, by the way, speaking of Ross Chastain, if that wasn't good enough, yeah, uh, Ross had a little bit of news, and and thank God for a happy ending here after all the turmoil he went through with thinking he was going to have a full time ride with Ganassi, yeah. and then thinking he was going to have nothing. Well, he doesn't have nothing. Within minutes of the Ganassi deal going south, Ross revealing today he had gotten a call from Johnny Davis, Blake Cook, uh, realizing that he needed to spend more time than he thought he was going to with his uh, new business filter time. Therefore, Ross Chastain, who was going to be with Ganassi and then Blake Cook was going to drive his old car, is now going to drive the car that Blake Cook was going to drive that he used to drive. If you're following along, that means Ross Chastain's back in the four. I was car just going to say, to simplify this, Ross yeah. Chastain is back in the four. Um, yep. And that's really, I, I love that Chastain's back in that car. I'm disappointed Blake Cook's not running. I am too, but you know what? You've got to respect a guy who, yep. re- who recognizes what he needs to do yep. for his business that's paying the bills for he and his I family. Agree. So, yeah. you know, as much as I hate that Blake isn't running, um, you're right. I am very, very happy to see that yeah. uh, Ross I am too. will have a seat and he'll be in the four car for 30 races, much like he was this past year. Yep. The other three races, he'll be in a car for colleague racing. Yeah, which is, again, really kind of interesting to me. How that's going to work. Colleague's gotten a call. It's a second car for yeah. Colleague. It's the 10 car, which they've run before. Yeah. Um, and Chris Rice saying on the, the testing live stream today that that car is actually going to run about half the Xfinity Series races okay. this season. So in about half the races, they'll have two cars on track this year, okay. which is good for Ross. Uh, in fact, one of the races he's running that Colleague car is at Daytona for the season opener. That's going to be a really good deal for him, I think. And so um, Justin Haley gets a teammate. Yes, Justin Haley does get a teammate. And a mentor. 
mentor. And a mentor. Well, actually, several mentors, I think, because there's going to be multiple drivers in and out of that do 10 car Do we know who the other drivers the are? Not okay. yet. That Those announcements will come later. We do know Ross is running three of the 17 races in that car. However, with that, we are going to go ahead and step aside. When we return, we'll continue delving through news and other sorts of things and counting you down to Speed Weeks. Motorsports Madness, powered by My Computer Career and HMS Motorsport, continues right after this. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, is a lung disease that robs people of their ability to breathe. As many as 24 million Americans suffer from COPD, also known as chronic bronchitis or emphysema, and half of them don't know they have the disease. If you or someone you love is over 35 and has smoked more than 100 cigarettes in their lifetime, visit driveforcopd.org and take the screener, then take that to your doctor. I'm Jeff Stoltz, and I drive for COPD. Hi, I'm 
modified driver Matt Hirschman. You're listening to Motorsports Madness on the Performance Motorsports Network. That's appropriate, considering we're going to talk about modifieds later. Yes, we with are. With Kyle Souza. Looking forward to talking modifieds with Kyle and K&N and some other things. All sorts of things. Because yes. New Smyrna Speedway and the World Series of Asphalt Racing. Speed Weeks, baby. It's that time. It is that time. It's also that time to get back to this show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Jacob Seelman, Tom Baker, uh, Randy Miller, and Chris Murdoch are behind the glass punching buttons yes. still. And... Uh, doing a masterful job of keeping us somewhat on track tonight. Uh, and let's see. We we talked about Ross Chastain a little bit in the last segment. But for me, Tom, you know, okay, it's not Chip Ganassi racing. But I think the biggest thing for me out of Ross being able to land on his feet today is exactly that, that he's been able to land on his feet. He's running the yeah. whole Xfinity schedule again. He's staying in the garage. He's staying in the forefront of people's minds. Maybe not what he was hoping for for this year, but you know what? God bless him for rolling with the punches and still being able to come out at least ahead of not having a ride at all, right? Yeah, I mean, well, and see, here's the thing about this whole situation that I personally think is cool. Here's a guy that it seems like two weeks ago, it obviously has been a few years, right. but was, was basically right off the watermelon farm. Uh-huh. And he comes in as a driver that's basically the underdog and he succeeds and he he gets the most out of a car and then gets the opportunity with Ganassi last year and he had it with Keselowski a little bit in the truck and you know put it up front won some races and now he's a guy that seems to be a bit in demand like he doesn't have trouble finding a ride anymore right. He's running some cup shows. He's running Xfinity. He's running some truck shows. I mean, I just think that Ross has to be one of the most feel-good NASCAR stories in a decade, honestly. For sure. You know, he's, he's a guy everybody can cheer for. I, absolutely. And and I he's as, as much as he's a guy everybody can cheer for, I feel like right now he's a guy everybody wants to cheer for. Well, yeah, for. that's what I'm saying. He's a guy you know, that he's... you want to see succeed yep. because of where he came from and how he got here. And certainly in light of the circumstances he was handed, you know, you wanted to see him be able to stay in the sport. Yes. And I believe he'll be just fine. Yes, he's back with Johnny Davis. And yes, that team made the playoffs last year. And I believe they'll be able to do so again. If anything, this whole circumstance working out the way it did might ultimately end up being even more of a motivator for that oh, I team think so. to yeah. go out and do some well, great things Well, and oh, this by year. the way, a lot of their newer cars are Ganassi cars. Right. <laughs> oh, by the way. So... Uh, yeah, that, that's a top 10 team. And, you know, Ross should, should get it back in the playoffs again, I would think. And I do believe that his his time is still coming. I think you're going to see him yeah. get another chance. It might be as soon as next year in cup. Potentially. Potentially. It, it depends on whether Kurt Busch wins five or six races before summer or not. Like <laughs> and decides he, like not to claims. retire yet. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so looking down the list a little bit, uh, did, did we mention there were penalty reports this week? We did not. We have not. Well, there were a couple of penalty reports. One of them is in NASCAR and one of them is in IMSA. I don't have a coin to flip, so I'll let you pick which one we talk about first. Uh, tails. <laughs> 
Just decide that, what that tails is. <laughs> Let's talk about it. All right. So uh, to make a long story short, I'm going to talk about the stupid rule. for uh, the, the rule that Tom always calls stupid first. Yes. And, and I know where you're going. Go, go ahead. Go on the IMSA side because we've disqualified two cars from the Rolex 24 last weekend for a violation of the drive time regulations. Now, what are the drive time regulations, you ask? Basically, it's a rule that, you have to be in the car X amount of time over 24 hours, and you can't be in the car more than four hours in a six-hour period. Well, we didn't do the four in a six thing, but we did do, uh, you know, we had two GT Daytona entries that did not meet the uh, the drive time requirements, and uh, those got changed around because of the red flags. The minimum drive time was still reduced, and yet we still didn't accomplish this the way we needed to. So... The number 29 monoplast by Land Motorsport uh, entry with Ricky Feller and the Scuderia Corsa Ferrari with Tony Vlander, both in GTD, broke this rule and as such were disqualified and taken down to second to last and last in class. That's 22nd, 23rd in What GTD. exactly did they do? They Okay, so here's how the rule reads. Two drivers rated silver or bronze must individually achieve the minimum drive time, and each other driver, regardless of rating, must drive the car for base drive time. Minimum drive time for GTD was 4 hours, 45 minutes, and base drive time was 3 hours and 30 minutes. So Ricky Feller and Tony Vlander did not meet one of those requirements. It they didn't, didn't say which one? Uh, it didn't specify which requirement they broke but i would have i i would believe they broke it was base drive time because the uh in the case of the scuderia corsa car it crashed out well before the end of the race so you would think so, there's so some why, sort, you would think there's some sort of loophole for that but obviously IMSA, not who cares it's a 24-hour I race i have never understood why it matters to imsa to me if you know if if driver X gets in the car if it, and goes fifteen hours straight, what a feat! Right. I mean, I just I don't get it. I don't get it either. I mean, anyway, I, I I assume maybe something to do with you know fatigue and safety yes. or whatever. Yeah, it's a safety. But I thing. mean, you know, really, come on. So what this does is the. Uh, Monoplast by land car finished second in class. Therefore, but with it being moved out, the uh, AIM Vassar Sullivan entry, the All-American entry that included Townsend Bell, oh, wow. was elevated up from third to second. Okay. And the number 88 WRT Speedstar Audi was elevated from fourth to third and ends up with a podium finish in so the Rolex 24. So that's good for 24. Bell so that's and good. that team. Oh, it's great for Townsend. Because that, uh, that actually, weren't they teammates? Who were they? Isn't that I think that was the car that, I think that was uh, Townsend Bell, Jeff Siegel, Austin Sindrick, yeah, and I Sindrick. can't remember yeah, who that's the fourth what I was driver say. was. I knew there was a Sindrick uh, yeah. car, and I thought I, that yeah, was Yeah, I, I believe yeah. that was the car yeah. that he was in, the, the All-American yeah, sure that's, that's four correct. American drivers. That was a cool deal to see all the way around yeah. for, for that team, and I applaud uh, Jimmy Vassar and Sully Sullivan for, for helping to make all that work. But, yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the IMSA stupid rule that uh, Tom doesn't like talking about that we talk about. On, yeah, on to NASCAR. And <laughs> <laughs> this is where life gets interesting, doesn't it? Because this is not a stupid rule. No, this is not a stupid rule. This is a team that uh, was attempting very hard to exploit a loophole that NASCAR said uh, <laughs> no. You so, don't loophole NASCAR. Long story short, 
David Gilliland and DGR Crosley brought an ARCA car to New Smyrna Speedway a couple Mondays ago. That ARCA car had a Robert Yates spec NASCAR K&N Pro Series engine in said ARCA car. ARCA car, K&N motor. Yes, keep in mind the ARCA body and wheelbase and all the technical regulations are almost identical to to K&N, hence why we're going to have some merged races next year when the uh, stock car invitational takes effect when uh, NASCAR officially acquires ARCA. Long story short, they thought they could exploit the rulebook because ARCA doesn't have any rules against testing uh, in their against preseason testing in their rulebook. Well, somebody got smart and decided to uh, say to NASCAR, "Hey, something doesn't seem right. Y'all might want to check on this." NASCAR, being not very far from New Smyrna Speedway, came and checked on it. They say they have photographic evidence of the K&N engine in the ARCA car, which is a violation of NASCAR's preseason testing regulations that you cannot test at a sanctioned track on the schedule. Therefore, team owner David Gilland, driver Ty Gibbs, have been suspended each for three races. Three races. Uh, This is for K&N. This is for K&N East. Um, Car chief Chad Walters has been suspended indefinitely by NASCAR. They were all fined five grand apiece. And here's the real kicker. This is what we call the death sentence penalty. Not only do you sit out three races, you're also docked 100 driver and owner points for the number 17 entry in K&N East. The maximum you can earn in one race is 48, guys. That is a negative two races, plus you sit out three more races. Boom, goodbye, come back next year. Yeah, so basically, painting the picture here, they cannot start the first three races, and if they choose to run the rest of the season, you go to the fourth race, 100 points in the hole. In the hole. Not 100 points behind, but 100 points to the negative. Yes. So now, championship hope's gone. To be clear, that's owner championship only. If they Tanner Gray was signed last September to run with DGR Crosley for the whole season. He is still allowed to run in a DGR Crosley car. The only catch here is David himself cannot be at the racetrack. And if Tanner runs the 17 entry, that entry for owner points would be minus 100. Tanner will still start with zero and be able to run for the driver's championship just like normal. Which means they'll bring the 54. More than likely, yes. Or some other car number. Probably. Yeah. That's pretty much exactly yeah. how that's going to work. Sure. So with all of that being said, in about 30 seconds, Tom, I just shake my head and laugh at this because they thought they could get away with it. And they might have if it wasn't for some meddling kids. Well, I you say know, at, jokingly. The, at, at the end of the day, I mean, you're going to the first track on the schedule. Yeah. You know, and it's a high visibility track. You know, yeah. um, again, it, you can't loophole NASCAR. Nope. <laughs> it's that's their the sandbox and so the rules yep. are clear. Yes. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's that was a... really unfortunate. So, uh, yeah, that, that may be the most high profile and first time I think I've ever seen a preseason testing penalty 
at least in my time covering NASCAR. Yeah. So that was kind of fun and new to yep. see break yesterday on Twitter. Now but anyway, we're going to the Hall of Bad Decisions. Yes. With, uh, well, we'll talk about a different hall later because the Hall of Fame is inducting yes. some people that we'll talk about before the end of this show. Right now, we're going off to a break. More Motorsports Madness and Jason Reichert right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 this is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children name one of the leading killers of u.s children age 1 to 13 what's the best way to protect children in a car crash at what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, I'm Brennan Poole, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Well, Brennan Poole, another source of uh, good news here recently picking up a uh, NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series ride. Look at you. You got I'm, it right. I'm trying. You got it right. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> he'll be driving for On Point Motorsports in the 30. 30. 30 Toyota 30 Tundra. Yes. The year. Yes. So yes, that, he will. That's going to be fun. Um, we're back. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> this Sorry is motor- to steal your thunder, Jacob. Go Tom, ahead. Tom just got excited. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Jacob Seelman. Tom Baker, uh, Randy Miller, and Chris Murdoch are behind the glass, and I'm actually going to be glad to let Tom steal a little bit of my thunder during this segment. But I will say uh, that this is our first time having a special guest on the program tonight, and a warm welcome for his first time to this show, I believe, Tom. Uh, yes. Soon to be USF 2000 driver, Jason Reichert. Jason, uh, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you, guys. I really appreciate being on. It's great to have you, Jason, and 
I'm happy that we can put you on just as your season is starting to get underway here. First of all, uh, in just a minute or so, for those who aren't familiar with you, give us a little bit of a bio and a background. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll be racing USF 2000 with uh, Will Marotti and uh, Marotti Autosports, and I'll be doing that next season. And uh, tomorrow I'm actually racing in the Pacific F2000 series just to do a, a one-off race that uh, Layright Media sponsored me for. So we'll be getting, uh, I'll be doing one race of Pacific F2000, and then I'll be doing uh, all of the USF 2000 series with uh, Marotti Autosports. So for those who aren't familiar with the Pacific F2000 versus a USF 2000, talk a little bit about each one and compare and contrast for us. Oh, yeah. Well, Pacific F2000 only runs in the the um, uh, the West Coast region, so it's uh, just a regional series, whereas the USF 2000 runs all over the country. And the Pacific F2000 cars are a little bit older than the USF 2000s because they just went to a tightest uh, 2018 chassis, whereas the Pacific chassis are the Van Diemen's are a little bit older. And the Pacific F2000 series is a lot more cost-effective for a race team to enter. Now, you grew up racing go-karts, right? Is that how you started? Yeah, that's how I got my start into racing. I did a lot of go-karts. I won uh, five championships in it before uh, moving on to racing Formula Ford. And uh, Okay, and so you went to Formula Ford and then to the Pacific F2000. So you've kind of had some variety. Um, which type of car do you uh, feel like you enjoy the most? I mean, I know obviously you won a couple of championships last year, but... Um, which type of car do you enjoy racing the most? I love the downforce of the, the Pacific F2000 car. It's so much fun to drive. That's what, uh, it's absolutely my favorite just because all the downforce really helps you carry a ton of speed in the corners and you can brake so late in the cars. You can use a lot of brake pressure too, especially in the beginning of the brake zone when you're carrying a lot of speed, when the downforce has the most, the most amount of effect on it. And just the threshold braking of the Pacific F2000 car is my favorite I've ever done. So, Jason, I know obviously uh, your career has largely been built up to now in Formula Cars, and I know a really big moment for you at the end of last season came at the uh, SCCA runoffs out at Sonoma where you topped the Formula Continental class. Uh, Reflect back on that a little bit. Um, Talk about the race. I know obviously any win at the runoffs is, is a huge one, but I know that you were particularly emotional about this one. Yeah, no, it was a it was a crazy weekend. Definitely one of the most insane uh, weekends I've ever had. And the practice day, we had a we had a little bit of bad luck where um, I had a rock puncture the radiator, so we lost a lot. We lost all the radiator fluid, and the engine ended up giving up in the practice. So we were on our our backup motor, which was a lot less powerful than the the primary one that we're running. So we're already on a pretty big uh, disadvantage going into the race, and we qualified uh, six going into it. Or I think we were qualified fifth. I'm sorry, my bad. And going into the race, we were uh, in turn one. There's a pretty big accident that took out a, a couple of drivers, and it ended up having us go off track too. So we had to start from. So we had to get back onto it, and then we had a, a full course yellow that put us um, put us towards the back of the pack. But we still got to catch up with everyone. So I got to fight my way through the front all the way to first place, and I led a few laps. Then another driver overtook me, so we went back to second. Then after a couple laps of him leading, he ended up going off track, too. Uh, so we ended up leading the race all the way to the flag, so it was really good. And wow. a big impact on my career. I really uh, 
really big uh, win to have. Would you call it one of the biggest moments you've had so far? Oh, yeah, it was definitely the biggest moment I've had so far in racing. How, how cool a momentum builder is that to have the runoffs victory as you're getting ready now to go into USF 2000 this year? Oh, it's huge, especially to build off such a such a successful season. I'm absolutely really excited for this season to start up after uh, a great way to end the last one. We, I know you were talking earlier uh, about kind of some of the differences between the Pacific car and the USF 2000 car that you're moving into. What's got you most excited about stepping into the Road to Indy ladder for the first time this year? Well, I think the Road to Indy is going to be such a, a such a great way to uh, market myself, going to many different tracks and then racing alongside the IndyCar series. I feel like it's going to be really great to, to gain a lot more fans, a lot more exposure to be racing in front of the same crowd that the IndyCar guys get a race in front of. It makes perfect sense. And, I mean, you, you run – how many of the tracks, like the road courses or the street courses, does USF uh, 2000 run that the IndyCars themselves would actually run at? Oh, it's a, I don't have the exact number memorized, but it's a huge – It's most of the races are going to be the same exact thing. Like, we go to St. Petersburg. Right. Uh, we go to Long Beach, uh, Laguna Seca. So we do a lot of the same tracks that IndyCars do, and I'm really looking forward to racing all of those. Do you feel like uh, going into, I mean, obviously as you're climbing the, the, the ladder, it's pretty much all road courses and street courses, but do you feel like getting the IndyCar, I mean, is there, is there anything you're going to be doing oval track-wise in the meantime to try to get a little bit of uh, proficiency and experience there? Uh, I do not have any plans to do any oval racing before the USF 2000 season starts. Um, but I've always been very fascinated about it. I love watching the oval races because they're so competitive, especially with all the strategy that goes on with drafting and everything like that and how close the racing is on it. So I'm really excited for it, but I don't have any plans to do any um, preparation. I'm hoping we can probably do some maybe uh, open track days on an oval with the car, but um, we're still working on getting everything set up for that. I just was wondering because I, I wondered about, you know, obviously that's an area that you haven't had a lot of experience with. And, of course, you know, you've got a few steps before you get to IndyCar, but I just wondered if there are any plans in your your uh, in-between times there where you might try some oval track racing just to get some experience on it. No, not as of now, but I'm hoping we can work something out where you can get either testing days or if I can run maybe a stock car of some sort to try to get a little bit of practice on the old yeah, before you go fun. into it. I was going to say, I know of at least one shot he's going to have this year, Tom, because, of course, USF 2000 and Pro Mazda always uh, pair on the Carbonite Classic at Lucas Oil Raceway oh, in do. May That's right. at Indianapolis. Yeah. So yeah. That, I guess that would probably be your first experience uh, on on an oval in that capacity, that Jason, yeah. wouldn't it? The, the May race at Lucas Oil. Yeah, I think that's going to be the uh, the one that's before the Indy 500. Mm-hmm. My first time on oval. I'm hoping I can uh, uh, I can get a deal where I can run some sort of oval car before that. But um, if not, that's going to be my first time on. And I'm really excited to do that because I've always loved watching oval racing, especially with the way the Indy cars do. Where it's so competitive. That's a fun track too. Oh, it, yeah, no, it, it's going to be fun. It's always fun to watch. Uh, um, the, both series, USF 2000 yeah. and Pro Mazda there at, at LOR. So I'm curious, of the road courses, um, is there a particular one on the USF 2000 schedule that you're most excited to get to this year? Oh, I love Laguna Seca. I've ran there uh, several times in a Pacific F2000 car, 
and those were actually where I got my first Pacific F2000 win. It was on Laguna Seca, Big stage. and it's such a falling track. That's going to be the one I'm really looking forward to. Well, and see, that's the bad part, Tom. He's looking forward to that one, and it's the very last weekend of the season, September 21st and 22nd. I know Jake. I know Jason well enough to know that he's looking forward to all of them. All of it, he yeah. He just may be looking forward to that one a little more. Right. Well, yeah, you did ask the one I wanted to look forward to most, yeah, but right. trust me, anytime I get into a car, it's always fun. Yeah. This is a big step for you. I mean, when when you were young, what what got you first interested in racing? Oh, I've always just been fascinated with watching racing. My dad did a little bit of racing when he raced. Uh, he raced Formula Ford and then got to race Formula Atlantic a little bit. Okay. And I used to always like he always had his helmet in his closet. I used to put it on when I was a, a little guy, like five years old, and run around the house with it. And that's when I've always just wanted to be a race car driver. It's it's got to be interesting for you to uh, to be at this place in your career at 19 years old, just stepping on to the uh, what is really the first rung of the Mazda Road. Have you always wanted to go IndyCar? Has that been kind of your goal from the start? Yeah, I've always wanted to do IndyCar, especially uh, um, I used to want to do Formula One when I was uh, about 12 years old, and then when I saw first saw started watching how competitive IndyCar was. That's when I really wanted to do that. Because you see in Formula 1 where there's a lot of times where there's drivers who win by 10 to 20 seconds, yeah. and you never see that in an IndyCar race. It's always very, very close, very, very competitive. And that's what I loved about racing when I was racing go-karts, especially is the competition, the battles that you'd have on track. Even if you weren't fighting for the win, you were fighting for like third or fourth place. You'd still be incredibly close racing. And that's that's what made me fall in love with racing. That's why I've always wanted to do IndyCar. It's just that close competition. So one more question, then we'll give you a chance to uh, give some thank yous. I believe your deal was announced back in November. What kinds of things have you and the team been doing to prepare and get ready for March when the season opens? Well, we've been doing. Uh, we've been working on our sponsorship deals. That's always been uh, that's been our priority lately. Is getting getting all the finances handled. But we'll be doing uh, the testing in March. Uh, at Homestead, so that's going to be our first test day with the car, and that's going to be our biggest uh, preparation to it. And then we're going to try to do some more track days with it too, to try to get a little more familiar with the setups and then how we want to, and just getting me comfortable in the car too. Well, obviously, I know you can't do any of this by yourself, Jason. So uh, give some shout outs and thank yous, sponsors, you know, whatever you need to. Uh, this is your time to say uh, thanks to and talk about who makes it happen for Jason Riker. Absolutely, thank you. Uh, first thing has got to be Lucas Oil. They've done a lot of sponsorship with us. Laywright Deluxe, Alpha Landscapes, Group 31, Forgotten Saints, Coast Fireplaces, KRW Designs, and then also Pearson Production. All those guys have really helped me have a good la- uh, season last year, and they all signed up for me to sponsor me for the next season. So i got to thank all those guys that made that happen. Well, we certainly appreciate uh, you taking some time to talk with us, Jason. I know that uh, you got a lot going on right now, and uh, I know you've got to be looking forward to the season, and we're looking forward to seeing you in the USF 2000 car because after the season that you had last year in the Pacific F2000, um, this year should be a really, really interesting year for you. One last question before we uh, take you off the air here and let you get on to your next uh, next deal is I want to go back to SCCA because a lot of people kind of underplay that. But 
SCCA, though it is not necessarily of the same caliber as the Road Indy, those people are pretty serious about their racing, and it took a lot to get that champ that uh, runoff win, right? Oh yeah, it was. There was a, definitely a lot of competition, especially going to the runoffs. There's a lot of guys who are testing five or six practice days, full full days wow. at that track, preparing yeah. for that race. I can imagine. You had a lot of guys who spent a lot of time on the track. So going into it and learning, especially after those guys who've been on there for five days, my first day on it was I did two practice days before the race. So to try to get all of that, try to get all that figured out while other people are just mastering the track, <laughs> it was very, very, very challenging. Amazing. All right. Well, we appreciate your time, Jacob. That's Jason Riker. Jason. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. That's Jason Riker. We're going to step Jacob. aside. That's Jason. <laughs> More motorsports madness Mike. after this. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. 
Hi, I'm Chase Cabry, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. Now, back to the show. <laughs> oh, boy. Motorsports madness just got a little madness, sir. Yeah, a little. <laughs> it, it's It's been mad all night. I, I'm I'm drugged up, and you had the bright idea to bring Jesse in here. This is going to yes. be terrifying. Jesse Love fun. is in the house. Oh, we'll be boy. With him in the second yeah, hour. yeah, we will. We got some modified stuff to get through first, yes. though, and we have a couple of sprints to uh, to get through, which is fun. But in case you're just joining us, I'm Jacob Seelman. He's Tom Baker. This is Motorsports Madness, and if you just saw that little 40 seconds of chaos, you know why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's see. What have we gotten to already? We've talked testing. We've talked penalties. We've talked, we just more got penalties. off talking with, yeah, more penalties. We just got off talking with Jason Reichert. And for me, that was fun. And it, it didn't click in my head until about halfway through the interview, Tom, that it's the same Marathi racing that he's driving for that was also a co-entrant the last couple of years at the Indianapolis 500. Yes. And I know they are wor- in progress of working on becoming a co-entrant again for this Maze Indianapolis 500. Yeah, it's a it's a really really good organization, and Jason is in a very good place because at this point he's he's growing into that and and going through the necessary ladder of the uh, you know the Mazda or it's just I guess Road to Indy now. Um, Road to Indy presented by Cooper Tires. Oh, I was going right. to correct. I was going to correct right. you about yeah. that in the last segment, and I forgot about well, it. Well, you know, I got Gander Outdoor. Uh, hey, you did right. You, you did know, good. I'm, I'm you getting did there. Good. You know, it's just it gets. The, the 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 arteries get a little harder when you get older. I know. know? Um, Schmidt Peterson, by the way, was the first uh, co-entrant that uh, Will Marotti was with uh, back in yeah. the 100th running yep. a couple of years ago, the 77 entry. Yeah. And, you know, again, a great group of people. I'm excited for, for Jason. Like I said, he's mm-hmm. a... He's a fine young man, and he's a very talented racer, and he's kind of, right. again, it's slightly different path, but yep. um, now that he's actually on the road to Indy or going to be, um, you know, he's in the place he needs to be at, at the at the age that he's at. So, oh, yeah. This you know. is going to be a very entertaining USF yes. 2000 season. A lot of new faces, a yes. lot of new teams. I'm looking forward to seeing all of that play out when the season gets underway. Good grief in about five weeks time at St. Petersburg. Holy crap. <laughs> That's exciting to yep. think about. The IndyCar's coming back soon. Yep. Right now, though, we're going to rush off to a break. When we return, uh, Tom's going to tell us about my computer career, and we're going to have more Motorsports Madness. Stay with us. We're growing like crazy and need account reps who know their way around agencies, the internet, and social media. Got connections? Or do you know how to get to the decision makers? Are you fearless? We need you. Internet radio, or as we call it, wireless mobile radio, is rapidly becoming the place to be with almost limitless income potential. So contact us to get involved with the fastest growing professionally produced group of internet radio stations in the world. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or you can email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Okay, so Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's? Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, Dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No! Yep. 
and my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it! Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. If you're a gearhead and you just can't get enough of your favorite motorsports on that channel on the cable, or you look at that guy network and you just go, what does that have to do with me? We have the answer. Performance Motorsports Network. Right here on the internet. The best cruising tunes. The best in motorsports programming. And the best shows. We have opinionated hosts. And we like it that way. If you want to get involved. If you want to bench race. Be listening for information coming up soon right here on this channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Your source for motorsports. Hi, I'm NASCAR driver William Byron. You're listening to Motorsports Madness on PMN, the Performance Motorsports Network. Hey, William Byron in for a little change of pace this year with a new crew chief on top of the box. Chad Knauss is going to be taking over and looking forward to seeing the results of that. I say he wins. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, I think he's in the playoffs. I absolutely agree. And my computer career is playoff caliber as well. And here's the deal. If you are looking for a career change and you're not really sure what you want to do, I got a great idea for you. All you have to do is go to mycomputercareer.edu. They have a free career evaluation test there. Just take the free career evaluation. If IT is something that you would consider that you are thinking about as a potential career, you can be an IT professional in as little as four months with my computer career. Now, this is a legitimate deal. I've been to their campus here in Raleigh, North Carolina. I've met some of the professors. I've even met a couple of the graduates of the school. They love it. So here's the deal. You go to mycomputercareer.edu, take the free career evaluation test. If you decide that you want to pursue it, you can do it one of two ways. You can do it online, or you can do it at one of their seven campuses across the country. And you don't have to do it every day. It's two to three times a week, and you can be... An IT professional as little as four months, they work with hundreds of employers to help you get placed, and financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. So mycomputercareer.edu is the place to go. They are training you for a better life. Mycomputercareer.edu. And Jacob, this is one of these this the times in the sport where we start to look ahead and in this case, we're previewing Speed Weeks. Kyle Souza going to be joining us in a moment. Yes, he is. It's actually been a while since we've had it Kyle has on been a with while. us. And yeah. I'm, I'm happy that we're getting Kyle back on because, well, you never quite know what you're going to get with him, and that's fun. Well, um, that's what, it's what we know we're going to get. Yes, yeah. that's what we Details we, to follow. Yes, details to follow, which is great. Um, it's, we're going to talk New Smyrna. We're going to talk Daytona. 
um, all of those fun little things that get ready to happen down in South Florida, and I get to be there before it's over, which I'm looking forward to, too. So with that, we're going to scuttle off to a break. We're going to find Master Souza, and we'll be back with more Motorsports Madness around the turn. Stick with us. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Matt Tift, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. He got mad at me for not doing that on and, Monday. You know, so uh, yeah, I had to, player, I, I had so to mime trombone. Tonight. You don't slide. You just like whatever, whatever that is. <laughs> it, it's buttons. <laughs> buttons. Yeah, buttons. you just push buttons. <sighs> Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. He's Tom <laughs> Baker. I'm Jacob Seelman. And some days I wonder why I put up with you. Well, because it's part of the job. Yeah, it is. It goes along with the territory. Paging Kyle Souza, save us. Kyle, are you alive out there somewhere? Yes. Good evening, guys. How are we doing? Oh, we're doing fantastic. I hope you're doing equally as fantastic. In fact, I know you are because Speed Weeks is coming, and that involves modifieds. And any time modifieds are involved, I know you are very much in your happy place. So, uh, what's the, gauge the excitement level from one to ten going into this year's World Series? Where are you at right now? Well, I'll give it a twenty. <laughs> <laughs> And the reasoning behind that, I mean, I don't know if anybody's seen uh, that's listening to the show. The entry list right now uh, for that World Series down at New Smyrna is phenomenal. I mean, there's over 30 cars on it, uh, a great mix of NASCAR wheeler modified tour drivers, uh, race of champions drivers, some from the Volani modified racing series and tri-track series up here in New England, some that are 
you know, Florida modified guys that have converted a couple cars over and a mix of everybody in between really, uh, setting up for nine nights of action. Modifieds, they'll only get five, but they're going to be right in the center of Speed Weeks. Uh, they start on Monday night, they end on Friday night, and as we have every year in the past, we're going to celebrate uh, the John Blewett Memorial 76 on Wednesday night and Friday night, uh, the annual Richie Evans 100, which helps to crown the champion. Jacob, I know over the last couple of weeks, uh, the century list has really come together. A couple guys, though, that I think stand out, uh, Ryan Priest, obviously going to be running the first three nights yes. down there when he's not running. Uh, at Daytona with JTG. And the other big name that was added to this list a little bit ago, five-time Wheel Modified Tour champion Doug Kobe, uh, who's going back down there in, in paraphrasing his words because they need to get their act back together heading back to the tour in 2019. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Back up a minute. Doug Kobe's going down to Florida because he feels like his team doesn't have it together. Stop the presses! <laughs> yeah, and that and that's honestly it's a surprise to some. Uh, not a surprise to me, though. I knew that they were. I uh, figured that was something they would consider. If not New Smyrna, they were going to try to do some testing before the season somewhere. Uh, the weird thing is they weren't that far off the pace last year, uh, but with the tear that Justin Bonsignor went on and the tear that that team has gone on in the last five or six years. Uh, remember, Doug won the title in 2012 with Wayne Darling. Jumped over there uh, to the two team in 2014 and was basically unbeatable uh, up until Justin won the championship last year. They really do uh, need to find a little bit more speed if they're going to compete with Justin. There are a lot of drivers going down there with LFR cars. Uh, and from what I can see, LFR is basically taking over the modified ranks uh, up here in New England. There are still going to be some Troyer cars out there, uh, but the LFR guys are going to be in control, especially down there at Speed Week. And we're we're going to see – uh, who takes advantage of five nights of racing, a great time to test your equipment, first of all. Uh, the second thing would be to chase some checkered flags, which I know every driver wants to get. And the third is really just to enjoy the time in the warm weather, because 90% of us up here right now are sitting in 10-degree weather, and we don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up in the deep freeze up north. Yeah. Um, it, there's some interesting drivers on this list. Um a couple that stand out for me are Tyler and Dean Ripkema. Dean being I Tyler's father. I don't that. know that Dean's raced in a while. Um, a couple of New Yorkers. Tyler, one of the young upstarts up in the uh, central New York, western New York area. And his father, Dean, has been racing for a long time. But I think he's been out of the car for a while. Um, this is what we're, we're getting in Florida now. A lot of, as you said, new names, a lot of variety here and over 30 cars. This is going to be a great field of modifieds. Yeah, I agree. And I think you mentioned the family aspect. Uh, that's something that a lot of the drivers I've been talking to recently really appreciate about the chance to go down there and sure. run in speed weeks. Mm -hmm. They can bring their family down. Uh, hopefully it's some warmer weather than I had when I was down there a couple of days ago for the Rolex, which was you know, warm, but not as warm as many of us are used to having in Florida. Uh, but this is really an opportunity, not only for these teams to test on the track, gel together with their crew, work on setups, you know, try to chase some checkered flags. This is really an opportunity for them to go down there, hopefully with some family members, soak up the sun a little bit, enjoy some time with family, which honestly they don't get a ton of time to do in the race season on the NASCAR Wheel Modified Tour. Running 17 races and going back and forth between – Wall Stadium this year in South Boston. We're going to be going to Myrtle Beach again. These guys are on the road a good chunk of time. And I know family members travel with them to a lot of the races. A lot of family members, though, don't. 
so this is a whole week where everybody can come together and really enjoy it. Uh, and guys, the tour modified. I don't want to. I love tour modifieds. I guess <laughs> you guys love tour modifieds, but there is also I love all a really absolutely. I mean, I'm a modified guy at heart, but there is really, really a great field as well for the super late models and the pro weight models and all of the support divisions. Honestly, this is going to be one of the best fields we've seen at New Smyrna. Uh, I think in a long, long time, the super late model entry list, a couple guys that stand out there, Sam Mayer, uh, who ran well down there before another upcoming star that I think is going to be a big factor. And the guys sure that is. we don't see on that entry list right now that I'm expecting to be added, Stephen Nassi, who picked up that elusive uh, World Series clown last year that had been haunting him. Uh, and still no word from Ty Majeski. I'm going to guess that they're going to be a part of the Speed Leaks week in, in some shape or fashion, but still uh, really no 100% word on that. That Super late model field stacking up and the Pro Weight models as well. They're going to have their own big races throughout the week. The Pro Weight models have a 100 lapper on Friday, uh, the second to last night, and then the last night, the annual 100 for the Super late models as they crown their champion. This weekly event down there at Speed Weeks allows a bunch of divisions to come together uh, in one night, they've got bombers in action, sportsmen in action, the weight models, uh, the super weight models, the modifieds, and then the other big marquee event, the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East yes. opener, uh, the new Smyrna 185. Jacob, I know we were talking off the air earlier this week. We're still not really sure who the contenders are going to be for the K&N Pro Series East title. It's such a mixed bag right now right. that... We're going to have to wait and see who unloads on that Sunday afternoon. We are. I know two right now, at least, that are scheduled to be contenders for the title. Tanner Gray with DGR Crosley and Max McLaughlin with Hattori Racing Enterprises. Outside of that, you're right, Kyle. We really don't know. And I want to draw back to something you mentioned about the super late model field at the World Series a minute ago. You mentioned Ty Majeski. His influence is still very much going to be a part of this year's World Series, even if his car isn't necessarily. I don't know if the 91 is going to be there or not, but I do know that uh, Toby Noodleman, his longtime crew chief, is lending support to the 35 entry that Carson Quapel is going to be driving. Carson oh, wow. uh, teaming with Ty Majeski um, underneath that umbrella for the Midwest Tour this year and run, you know, focusing more on the super late models. So Carson's going to have support from Toby Noodleman as his crew chief uh, for the World Series, and that's it's going to be potent. We know Carson Tom won his uh, his debut Midwest Tour start last year at uh, Gold Niles, so uh, you know he's got he's got a shot at this. I yeah, believe he does. Wow, that's uh, I did not know that pairing was yes. happening. That's oh, going to yes. be a great deal for Carson. Yeah, there's your little tidbit, Susan. And for those of you wondering, yes, Carson is the son of, of Travis, Travis Quapple, yes. the eldest son. Oh, and, and you guys mentioned the the crew chief pairing there. I think that's a, a major player in this. New Smyrna is a tough track to get a handle on. Yep. A very very tough track for these crew chiefs to figure out uh, with the way the banking is. It's really it's tough to pass up off the bottom. You've really got to be able to turn, get to the you know the apron down there in turns one and two and three and four, and really have the drive up off the corner to make something happen. It's not easy to set up a car there, first of all. Second of all, it's not easy to get around there as a driver. You really need a team uh, to go down there and do it. I think that's why over the years we've seen some of the big names and some of the guys that have been going there for years continue to have that success. Experience at New Smyrna is not the biggest you know, thing that you need going in there, but it's one of the top aspects of putting together a strong week. And that's another thing, putting together a strong week of finishes to be in contention for the championship. Another thing that's not easy with the redraws that go on down there, 
uh, and just time trial qualifying. Every night, we're going to time trial qualify. You've got to be able to put a good lap down to put yourself in a redraw position or just outside of a redraw position, still closer to the front. So another aspect that some of these tours, especially in the, uh, the modified ranks, are used to. Some other guys are not going to be used to that. They might be used to running heat races instead. Uh, we're not going to do that down there. They're going to rack nope. them up for two laps of qualifying That's and right. line them up yep. for the feature. Yep. I hate that we're already off to a break because I feel like there's so much more we could talk about. That's Kyle Souza, and we're going to be back with more Motorsports Madness in a moment. Jesse Love waiting in the wings. Stay with us. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of Monster Energy NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, Camping World Truck, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on only one thing, making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina and Danvers, Massachusetts, the HMS staff is always ready to take the time to help you find the right product for your safety needs. Don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop in to HMS Motorsport. Visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com or send them a message on Facebook and tell them the folks from PMN Radio sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. I'm Kaz Grawl, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. 
What is a Kaz Grala? <laughs> no, more like, dear Kaz, keep harassing <laughs> Justin on social media. It's yeah, exactly. funny. <laughs> exactly it's funny. Right. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. I'm Jacob Seelman. He's Tom Baker. That's Jesse Love, who's been on this program a couple of times, but it's the first time we've had him in the building. So I will cordially say welcome to the building, Jesse. And I, I almost said I'm going to keep Tom from... Uh, indoctrinating you too badly, but that would be much less fun, and I want to have fun. So, Tom, well, give, give, give him your worst. Well, here's here's what I want to explain about Jesse this week. He's been doing uh, Toyota stuff all week, right? And, you know, a lot of different uh, aspects of that each day. But the thing for me that was the coolest is that they actually had a cooking class, right? And this was a bit of a contest, a cooking contest, and you won. Well, yeah. So there was uh, it was split up into different groups, right? And it wasn't supposed to be um, a competition, but you know, tw- you get twenty race car drivers. <laughs> I was going to say everything's into, a competition. It kind of turns into that pretty quickly. Yep. So um, yeah, about five minutes in, uh, you know, you know, all twenty the TRD drivers were almost done, right? And uh, uh, we. It has. It wasn't official that we won, but like we know we won. I mean, I'm pretty sure that like everybody that I talked to said we won, and <laughs> ours was like by far the best. I think uh, my group uh, was Tucker, um, Holly Holland, uh, like two other guys. So um, yeah. What did you cook? Um, we cooked spaghetti and meatballs um, with a balsamic reduction, which was actually chocolate sauce, but it looked cool. so i put it on the side and i did this little thing with a spoon you like that um and then what else we do well then we um then we had one more thing we had kale salad (laughs) or like that well see because you gotta have something healthy right (laughs) it made up for the chocolate sauce on the spaghetti and meatballs oh my gosh wow that's fantastic that's great so uh, let's see between that and and the jbl uh guess that song bit sketch that I think last. I think we're still laughing at Harrison Burton and Christian Eckes from last year, Tom. Oh but, my god! But gosh. Jesse was not fun with this. Come on, man. Yeah, uh, I'm super excited to see when it comes out. Um, but maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had, bet he yeah, was fun. I think J- he's Jesse did a leg. Jesse did a good impression of a bump on a log. According to Jesse, he was yeah. not fun at all. It, it's it, tough. I'm a bad singer. It so. is Aww. tough. Well, that's the idea, though. I mean, what it, that stuff is so cool because the drivers can't sing. You know, they can't carry a tune in a breadbasket, although Burton didn't do too bad with it. No, that Burton was, wasn't terrible. Um, you know, it, that, that was a really interesting deal that he and Christian did. But, uh, so talk a little bit about you've got a very, very busy schedule. And before we look forward, I want to look back because you sat in a sprint car last week. Tell, talk about that. Yeah, we uh, were in at Stockton Dirt Track, which is like – a four eight mile, but it's a big four eight mile. Uh, big half, yeah, basically. So, uh, or <laughs> sorry, whoa, 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 four tenths mile. My bad. Okay, all right. Uh, but I, I, it, it, it seemed it seemed like a half mile to me, um, but yeah, it was super hooked up. It was my first time uh, in a wing three sixty sprint car, and uh, Rico Abreu was there. Uh, guys like Giovanni Selzy was there, uh, Justin Sanders, Justin Cox, guys like that. Um, and it was really stout competition. I was on board the five H of Harley Van Dyke. Um, a lot of guys have ran for him. Um, so it was super, super exciting. Uh, we got to 
run, I think, like three laps of you know of uh, mud packing, and then straight in, <laughs> and then straight into practice, right? Um, and it took me a while. I mean, you drive it like into the corner, like into the apex of the corner, and then you turn it, and it's like what the heck? Normally, now you pitch it at the flag stand back in and look cool, and then the in the wingless car. Um, so yeah, it was definitely a big learning curve. It took me until about the second heat race. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, the first you know few times we went out there, we were almost over like a second and a half off right. the pace, and then by the second heat race, we were within about two tenths. So a lot of a lot of ground was gained. You are actually, I mean, you obviously you had the experience the wingless car last year, and you know you had the midget experience as well. But this had to be something completely different for you with that big wing strapped on the top. Yeah, you don't really. I mean, there's so many different variables. Um, from you go into the corner and you don't turn until it wants to turn, really. <laughs> until um, your heart jumps into your mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, the brakes actually mean something in a wing car. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's all about kind of keeping it straight and you know not looking too cool and just kind of looking fast in victory lane compared to like a wingless car and just throw it in there. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely a big, big learning curve, and it took me a long time to get it down. Um, but we picked it up, actually picked it up relatively quickly uh, by the second heat race. So, yeah, it was definitely super cool. I don't like it quite as much as the as the wingless uh, cars, but then again, I'm, you know, I'm really? kind of biased. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, I know he's biased. That's yeah. interesting. Uh, but, but I guess I could see that because the wingless is really more about driver, right? Yeah. Would you say or no? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of uh, – you drive with your wrists in a wing yeah. car more than your, you know, macho-ness, right? right? Uh, <laughs> macho-ness. I mean, we go – I mean, it was so hooked up that we – when my dad or everybody there could vouch for this, we pulled like 10 tear-offs in an eight-lap heat race. Or Actually, I kind of pulled all of them off. But, uh, <laughs> Oops. I mean, we came in, and there was like a ledge of mud that's like Rookie. an inch thick. <laughs> I mean <clears> – and I've never – Run a track that heavy where, I mean, they dig. You know, it's not like a wingless car where you're kind of just driving off the nose. I mean, you're driving off the off the rear, and it bites, and they go green, and it's just it's like a wall of dirt coming at you. And you just it just hits you, and you feel it. You know about it pretty, pretty quickly. So, I mean, you're just sitting there. Just, you come to the green, and you get you got it ready. So, you, they hit the grass, and you're already one in. You know, and then two, three, four. Like that was the first thing you asked for after that first seat race. It was more tear-offs, wasn't yeah, it? I asked for more after mud packing, and then more after the first <laughs> practice, and then more after the heat race. And going in the main, we uh, had two whole you know, packages on there, so like 40 tear-offs going into the You didn't pull main. all of those off at once, did you? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. <laughs> so you finally got it down by the feature. Yeah. I got you. Once you got the hang of, of the winged car, what was the most fun aspect of driving it the other night? Um, well... I think some at some point in the heat race, right? Um, I threw a slide job on Rico. <laughs> Ooh, that would yeah. be Rico Abrams. There folks. you go. Um, you know, not gonna lie, he crossed me over and then drove away with him the next. Yeah, the yeah. Next lap. You threw the slide <laughs> job, and Rico looked ahead at you, and Rico was like, "Who is that beer? rookie?" That's what Rico did. Yeah, uh, Rico <laughs> Watch got this, y'all. Rico got bunched up behind uh, somebody, and it was like a lap in, and you know, I was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna throw it in there." I threw it in there. I almost dumped it in the fence coming off the corner. He was like, all right, see you. Did he wave <laughs> at you when he went by? Yeah, he just threw a tear off yeah, on me. Like, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it was super cool seeing, you know, somebody so good like mm-hmm. Rico, uh, you know, do what he does best. And you're just out there and you're just looking at, you know, one of the best wing car drivers in the country. And a few of them, you know, Dominic's really good. And you see all these guys doing what they do best. And uh, 
it really brought my perspective. You know, I have a lot, a lot, a lot to learn. I was, was going like, to say. It was like a like a middle schooler going to a college class. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Rico blows by you, and what you didn't realize at the time was he was basically setting you a goal. Yeah, exactly. This is what you got to do, kid. Yeah. You know. Was there anybody specific that you leaned on it's outside of your own team to try and get advice from at Stockton? Um, well, uh, Ryan Bernal was there, mm-hmm. um, and he came out, and you know, thank you to him for being able to come out and uh, pretty much tell me how to drive a wing car. You know, I mean, <laughs> I went and out the first practice session. I mean, I was just, you know, lifted the flag stand and get right back, or lifted like into the corner, right, and then <coughs> just get right back on it, no break. And, you know, throw it in every single time. Lift up the right front, and you're, you're so pitched over, right? He's like, no, you're not going to do that. You go to the corner straight with, like, full break, full wood, as straight as you can, you know. <coughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd – Still got some of that fun. dirt in your throat, don't exactly, you? Yeah. Exactly, I probably yeah. swallowed about three pounds of dirt that race. I bet <laughs> you did, yeah. Now, you go from the sprint car, you're, you're going to have a heavy schedule of not only – power on midgets with Keith Coons, but then you're, you're going to do the sprint car thing. And, you know, you've got uh, late models in there and all kinds of different stuff this year. You're over 70 races, I think, right? Yeah, something That's a lot like, for a some, 14-year-old. Yeah, something like that. Um, I mean, the super late models, wing sprint cars, legend cars, uh, road course every now and then, um, and the midgets for Keith. And uh, we set the midget in the super late model schedule, and then we sent – we're going to get you some help there for that in a minute. Oh, the water would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, but, yeah, we um, sent the schedule over to the wing car uh, owner, Harley, and, I mean, he put in, like, wing car race after wing car race after wing car race through 410 and 360. So the schedule is set on jesseloveracing.com right now, uh, and it just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing. Yeah, I noticed that. It, it multiplies by the day. Yeah. Ha- yeah. Half race car will drive. Exactly. That's how that works. Yeah. And we'll will now be online schooled, right? Exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> that's the flexibility that uh, comes with online school, but you uh, I mean, you've got to be just a little overwhelmed honestly with everything that's going on this year for you. Yeah, I mean, a few months ago when I first got that call that I'd be driving for Keith, it was, you know, something that like, I mean, it was like a kid waking up on Christmas morning and you know, like Santa's still there. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> whoa. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm super grateful to have the opportunity in the first place. Uh, you know, Pete and Keith uh, and Big Al, every at the shop, you know, they bust their tails every single every single weekend. So, um, I'm super happy to drive for such a high caliber team and be able to um, have this opportunity in the first place. So I'm glad that we uh, started to segue <laughs> towards that because when we come back from break, I want to actually get Jesse to talk about his Chili Bowl experience a little bit. Uh, you know, you and I were out there, and I got to kind of watch you be the kid on Christmas morning for the first time with KKM and get to soak it all in. So I want you to yeah. tell that story a little bit and kind of talk about some of the things you were able to learn. But we do have to do some business first yes, before we Randy uh, grabs a water bottle or something violent back there and starts chucking it at our heads. So we're going to get ready to take a break, and when we return, we will have more with Jesse Love in this building, and we might even get him to sign the wall if he's I good. Think so. <laughs> so, yeah, think we're we going to step aside. We'll have more Motorsports Madness right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes on Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cole Custer, and you're listening to the Performance Motorsports Network, the voice of motorsports. Notice that Jesse just uh, accomplished the water so that we won't yes. have a repeat of last segment. Yes, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> we, we solved that have... problem. Yeah, and it happens. It's all part, it of, does. part of live radio. The allure of live radio. Welcome back to Motorsports <laughs> Madness. Yes, the, and again, this is why we call it madness, because, well, we just get crazy sometimes. I'm Jacob Seelman. He's Tom Baker. That's Jesse Love, and before the break, we were talking with Jesse about the fact that he's going to have a very busy schedule that's really punctuated by about, uh, what, 30, 30 or so odd. midget races in the yeah. Power Eye ranks with Keith Coons Motorsports this year, and you got a big opportunity to be able to travel out for four days to the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals in Tulsa, Oklahoma a couple weeks ago, and soak in for the first time what it's like to work with Keith and Pete and uh, Big Al and everybody on the crew. Talk about that experience and kind of some of the things you were able to take in while you were out there. Because, I, I, you know, obviously I talked with you while we were out there, and moment one, I saw your eyes get really big, and I don't think they I, – I, I don't think your eyes stopped looking around for about, oh, four days. Yeah, it was super cool. Um from the get-go, I mean, walking into the Tulsa Center, seeing, like, it's, like, four football fields, right? <clears throat> and 
only like a quarter, like one eighth of it is actually the track. The rest is just car after car after car. And it's like uh, PRI, but just midgets, you know what I mean? So many different teams and so many different people to see and and things to do. So, um, yeah, I, I just, it was like, it's hard to find words to describe, you know, their whole operation there. You're sitting there and they're right in front of the Jumbotron and, you know, they got Larson, they got Bell, Rico, Abreu, and all these different guys are just like the best of the best uh, in everything. Um so to see that whole operation go down, not just with the best midget team, but at the biggest race of the year, um, and see him get it done, you know, no surprise. But, I mean, it was definitely super cool. In general, I mean, aside from obviously the Keith's team, when you walk into the Chili Bowl for the first time and you're 14 and you know that in a couple of years you might have a chance to run this race, is it a little over is it it seems like it, it would be almost too much to take in sensory overload. yeah sensory that's exactly what i wanted thank you it's it's almost sensory overload for for somebody like yourself yeah definitely i mean knowing you see all these guys you know they're pushing up to staging and i mean i was pushing you know different guys up to staging and it was like you know next year or a few years from now i'll be in that seat you know? yeah you know knock on wood and all that stuff right um but yeah it was just something that was like yeah a little bit of sensory overload there um and it was just like it's just hard it's still hard hard to find words to describe uh you know how grateful i am to be able to have the opportunity in the first place so i want to b- also give a shout out now because you probably don't realize that i paid this close attention on saturday night when it was all over but i want to make it a point to note to the audience that's taking this show in that this kid was one of a handful i won't put an exact number on it but a small number of people that was still inside the expo center at 3 (laughs) a.m sunday morning helping the last vestiges of the kkm crew i think you were actually the last driver besides bell that i saw there helping the kkm crew load everything up and go for home was that was that something that you know aside from just being you know hey i want i want to do this i feel like i should but was it important for you to kind of see the whole thing through to the end yeah i mean definitely uh staying there the whole time and uh you know being a good part of the team and um, and I wasn't obviously driving that week, that weekend, um, but it was still, you know, it meant a lot to me uh, that, you know, a few, you know, a few months from now, they'll be packing up all of, you know, all the cars with my name on it. And it's just like, it, I, you know, and it's just, it's still a super, I'm super grateful to have the opportunity in the first place. And I want to show, you know, how grateful I am in every opportunity that I can. Um, and that's just a small part um, that, you know, I'm able to contribute to because they're doing so much for me. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just um, I had a blast doing it. Yeah, you know, it wasn't even it doesn't, it doesn't feel like work. I mean, you're you're running midgets and you know with Keith with Keith Coons, it's uh, it was super cool and I can't wait for the race season to start with them. Two words out there for anybody who doesn't know who Jesse Love is before tonight: work ethic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and big right foot. Um, well, that's yeah, three more. Words. I mean, I. Again, it's and it takes obviously it takes a lot to be able to do a racing schedule like you're going to do this year. What I know you've been kind of getting a bit of a lesson um, in the TRD activities this week of you know working out and what you need to be doing. Um, 
does it surprise you already the amount of, of physical effort and even mental effort that it takes to do this sort of thing at, at that level? I mean, definitely. Um, when you when you're in when you're with TRD like that, and you see everything that they have going on, it's just like <clears throat> it's just like wow. I mean, they have everywhere from mental coaches. Phys- it's just men- everything. I mean, everything you can think of that a driver needs to develop, they have. Um, they have such a good program going on. That's why they're able to breed such great drivers and great people and great teams and everything. So, yeah, I mean, I'm. It gives me a lot of confidence. Um, you know, going into this year, uh, to be able to be high, to be, you know, a part of something that's so great and so big. I mean, you know, cup championships down to super late mall championships. So, um, yeah, I'm super excited, and um, it's definitely going to be a big transition. You know. You know, living out of out of a suitcase, running Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's one week where I'm running with Keith, uh, and it's the whole week. And it goes the next week. I'm back in, a, or then the next day, I'm in a sprint car, fly back that night, back in the midget for another three. And days. they teach you That's how to problem. cook, right? So you know, you could see Jesse in a race sometime flipping burgers for the team. <laughs> yeah. You know, when he's not racing. <laughs> I think that probably lines up right around uh, Power Eye Illinois Speed Week, if I had to guess. Yeah. I'm going to go look at his schedule now while Tom continues commiserating oh, it for gets, a minute. Uh, the schedule grows by the day. And you've got you've got some some times when you're going to go from the midget to, for example, a late model and then maybe to a sprint car all in the span of, you know, days or a week kind of thing. Um, that, I mean, every 14-year-old that I can think of or who's watching or listening to the show would be envious of that. Um I mean, have you thought about how, because obviously you kind of have to take one brain out, put a different brain in, um, you could get confused which car you're in today. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it all links back to, you know, the TRD program. Um, they have, you know, such great tools that a guy like me, you know, can go and, and work with and, you know, run and test and all this stuff, right? So, you know, when I get into a midget the next night, a sprint car, then, then you know, two days later... I'm in a late model again, right? It's just like, it's normal because mm-hmm. they put together such a great team and such a great group of people that it uh, they coach me so well and they coach all the other drivers so well that it, it makes it makes it easy. So I was right. That is Illinois Speed Week. So that's June 12th through the 16th. I'm looking at Jesse's schedule, so I'm cheating a little bit. You get to go Belclair, Fayette County, Jacksonville, Macon, Lincoln, which, by the way, I love the Macon-Lincoln end to that because yeah. those are two of the best dirt tracks for midgets anywhere in 100%. the country, period, yes. bar none. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if, if you haven't learned yet what a week in the life of uh, – TRD is you, that that's going to be the week where you learn what a week in the life of TRD is because um, between Illinois Speed Week for Power Eye and then next year when you're old enough to potentially run Indiana Midget Week too, which I know is probably already in your mind. There, <laughs> ask Logan Seavey what it's like to run those two back to back, and he'll tell you after that you just want to go hibernate for like two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm super excited to you know be a part of these Midget Weeks and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and so exciting. I can watch Indian Midget Week um, like four times in a row and, you know, always find something different that's super cool. And, yeah, Macon's actually a really cool track. I've seen a lot of uh, videos about it. So I'm super excited. Uh, 
you know, and Jason McDougal with his juiced up making pictures on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it was up Wednesday, so yeah. Yep. You see, he pays attention to that stuff. Oh no, it's, he does. I know and he it's pays hard to attention. miss those too. Um, but you, yeah, and and again, the versatility and the diversity of that schedule. Um, is there a type of car? And I know all of them. That's an obvious answer. But maybe is there a particular race? This year, out of all the ones that you're doing that maybe you're kind of looking forward to and going, I can't wait to get to that race in any um, of the cars. Oh, my gosh. That's a hard one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, we, I'll go we by, like NASCAR questions. <laughs> I'll go by um, midget, then spring car, okay. then super late model. So, okay. uh, with a midget, uh, Peevely seems like a cool yes. yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, it's probably the closest thing I'll get to Eldora this year. You know, yep. so... Um, you know, I see a lot of videos about it and nice, looks like it builds up a nice, you know, curb and then it, you can run the bottom pretty well, it seems like too, especially if you're Jerry Coons Jr. or something like that. You know I mean? Jerry Coons Jr. can run anywhere at any track. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I watched it and the reason I bring that up is I watched a video on Peebly a few weeks ago. Um, and, you, know, you, you can see, you know, Coons run the bottom. Um, and then you, you know, you see, I think it was Tyler Thomas just ripping the lip, like nobody else is up there and he was just ticking off laps. So it was. It was super cool. I'm definitely excited for um, for Peavely. And then in the sprint car, um, we have a few 410 races lined up. Um, and I think it's going to be uh, – I like Plasterville a lot. Oh, one of You're my favorite You're going to love Plasterville. I like Plasterville a lot. I've been there in a wingless sprint car a few times. Um, we've done really well there. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited for hot laps where you can just, just let her hang <laughs> you know, and, uh, and all that stuff. And then it goes to, you know – hooked up and then you know just black so i'm um, super excited for plasterville and the wing sprint car as well um the super late model um i really like las vegas uh the boring there um but i'm kind of split between my first race at kern county i think about a month or two um and the center's cup or i think it's called the center's cup um in las vegas so yep. I like big tracks that are fast, stuff like that, like Kern. And I really like Las Vegas in general, and I really like uh, the Las Vegas boring. Well, that's uh, that's the real diversity right there, just the tracks yes. that he named. I mean, that's oh yeah, what a what a phenomenal year this is going to be for him. You can just literally oh yeah, you know, you and I have been around this long enough. Um, we can just the 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 excitement he's going to have, and it's you're hardly going to have time to think about it. It's like you go from track to track, and where am I tonight? You know, kind yeah. of thing. Where, uh, where am I and what car am I what racing? What car am I in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Would you have it any other way, though? Wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> yeah. And, and at his age, too. I mean, the, la- the last kid that I can think of that, that has tried to run disciplines like this and build the kind of schedule he's building, Tom, and I'm not just saying this because he's sitting in the room. I told somebody about this the other day, is the guy whose record he broke last year, Jeff Gordon. Yeah, I would say because even Christopher Bell didn't do the stock no, car stuff like until this. later and didn't even. Seabell hates late car, but yeah. and I listened to Seabell look break Matt Weaver's heart at the Chili Bowl and say I don't like late model yeah. racing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a different style of racing. Okay, we've only got a little bit of time left here, so take this sharpie Sweet. and you need to go over and no, you can keep the headset on. Just okay. slide over there. Okay. And and sign the wall, the wall of Let's fame. See. We may have given him the broken uh, chair. Oops. Where is he going to sign? I think mm, he's, next to my he's boy trying Adam. 
Maybe. Oh, Wait, he's over there. He's gonna sit no, next right. to Adam's right. the one that looks there. like President Trump's yeah. signature. There we go. <laughs> a lot of like wow. straight up and down lines. That's kind of what Adam's signature looks yeah. like. So Jesse's gonna sign the wall, and while Jesse's signing the wall, I'm actually gonna get Randy ready to go ahead and take us off to our last break of the program. I can't believe I'm saying that. This show has absolutely flown by, which is great because that means we're all having a good time. So Jesse is now immortalized on the wall. That's fun. We're gonna take our final break. When we come back, we're gonna put a bow on this edition of Motorsports Madness. More right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Hi, I'm Tyler Reddick, and you're listening to Race Talk on the Performance Motorsports Network. So really, really quickly, and I mean really quickly, Jesse, you got about 30 seconds. You had one more plug you wanted to get in for Toyota. Go. Yeah, uh, guys, go check out uh, Toyota Racing on Twitter, Instagram, everything you got. Uh, and then go over to jessilovracing.com and Facebook, uh, Jesse Love Racing, as well as Instagram and Twitter. And I'll see you guys there. We're glad that 
uh, Toyota had him in town so we could steal Absolutely. him to uh, do the radio show. It's been very, very fun having Jesse in the building for the first time tonight. And uh, special thanks as well to Jason Reichert and Kyle Souza for joining the program tonight. And that means it's time to go, Tom. But you know what it also means it's basically time for? Speed Weeks. That's right. <laughs> Let's go racing, boys. Yes, we... Uh, you're not Daryl Waltrip. Don't even Close try. Enough. I'm almost as old as uh, No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Let, let, Some let's days just, I feel yeah, let's He's just still got end more hair that than discussion. Me, <laughs> well, well, before we get behind and dig ourselves a grave, yeah, let's not go there. All right. MyComputerCareer.edu <laughs> and uh, HMS Motorsport, thanks to both of them for helping to make this show possible, as well as uh, Bob Steele, Sue Mason, and all the folks at the Performance Motorsports Network for what they do to help this show out as well. So for Tom Baker, uh, Randy Miller, and Chris Murdoch behind the glass, I'm Jacob Zielman reminding you to keep it off the wall, folks. And if you're headed to a racetrack somewhere, or especially in the state of Florida, keep your eyes peeled because you might just see us there between dirt pavement, all that good stuff. Have a safe racing weekend till we meet again. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness with the Race Chaser Online crew. Stay tuned to Performance Motorsports Network for more race talk. For the latest motorsports news, visit racechaseronline.com. Motorsports Madness is a copyrighted production of the Performance Motorsports Network, www.performancemotorsportsnetwork.com. A member of the Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated and may not be rebroadcast, replicated, or saved in any media without the explicit written permission of PMN. Check out our Facebook page or our section in the PMN website. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host, co-hosts, and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the management and ownership of either the Performance Motorsports Network or Scorpion Radio Group Incorporated, the advertisers, or the marketing partners. Be listening again next week when the madness returns on Monday night at 7 Eastern. Until then, keep it off the wall and keep the shiny side up. <laughs>